Being a dad is tricky. I know for the ladies listening, uh, being a mum is super tricky as well. Uh, in fact, that's a bit of an understatement because I know there is no dad alive that wants your job. Well, what does it mean to be a dad and why don't we talk about it anymore? And what is a, a dad's job description? This stuff is tricky because as dads need things kept simple. We don't like complicated. You know, we just sort of want to know what to do. Uh, we want to know what our job is. Uh, we also don't want to go to parenting courses. We, we think that a parenting course is just going to make us feel small and useless and we already know that we could be doing better. We just, we just don't want to know how. Uh, we don't like even like this idea of knowing that we, we could be doing better. And so parenting course is just sort of great against everything that we are. So how do we work out a job description? And what about if we're separated or divorced? Anything we could learn in a parenting course pretty much goes out the window when we're no longer living with our kids. So how do we, how do we parent then? Well, for those that are living with the mother of their kids, how do we help our partners filter all the parenting philosophies being thrown at them by social media and work out as right what is right for us as a family? And perhaps bigger than all of this is that us dads need something that inspires us. We need something that, um, something big that inspires us to lead well at home. We need that. We need that inspiration. We need some big idea that's simple enough to grab us and to help us be what we need to be. Well, dads, that's what we're talking about today. In today's episode, I'm going to present you with a very simple idea that will set you up for success as a dad. Hi, I'm Mike Edwards, and I want to welcome you to the Culture Maker Podcast, the leadership podcast for dads. Let's get into it. Peter Drucker, the famous business coach, said that culture eats strategy for breakfast, meaning whatever parenting strategies you adopt Focusing on the culture you're creating eats those parenting strategies for breakfast. It's the same at work. If you're a leader at work, whatever strategies, whatever profit and loss spreadsheets, whatever issues and and chaos you're dealing with today, the most important thing you can do is to create a healthy culture for your team. This one thing, this one strategy trumps all the other things you should be focusing, you could be focusing on today. Seth Godin, marketing guru, um, said that culture beats strategy so much that culture is strategy. Uh, in a har- uh, 2018 Harvard Business Review article, the authors say that for better or worse, culture and leadership are inextricably linked. So I just want you guys to understand this. You don't often get taught this in business school or by mentors or maybe not by your dad, but culture is everything definitely at work and absolutely at home. And often for us dads, culture making is our primary form of engagement. We certainly play a lot with our kids and we bring the fun. A lot of the research indicates that we're actually more likely to play with our kids than to feed or clean them. So, sorry ladies, um, but it seems that this is a global thing. And the funny thing is um, that when um, us men think of childcare, you know, and our partners say, hey, you know, can you look after the kids tonight? You know, we naturally think of how we're going to play with them. 
that's that's pretty much all we think of. Um, and so when she says, hey, you know, the nappy bag is over there and don't forget to change their clothes and um, don't give them this or that, and, you know, their food is over there, we think, what? Food? Clothes? <laughs> Uh, all we can think about is the play. So yes, uh, we can be Mr. Funny Guy. We can play a lot and we can engage in, in really fun ways with the kids. But culture making is so much more than this. In fact, so much of the culture we're creating is in all the harder stuff. For example, our culture is formed by our vision for a family. It's created by how we collaborate with mum. It's worked out uh, in our warmth and our responsiveness or our lack of those things. It's formed when there's failure and setbacks. Our culture is set when we're engaging and fun, but it's equally set and possibly more so when things are hard and when there's been mistakes. How we lead with our vision and how we respond to the mess is how we create our culture. And so much of this is based on and flows out of what we think of ourselves. Do we see ourselves as a leader? Do we see ourselves as the parent? Are we engaged? Are we willing to lead? Craig Rochelle in his book, The Power to Change, says, you can't change what you do without first changing what you think of you. And what he's talking about in this book is is how we are often sort of seeking change, but so much of the change we, we seek only sort of results in short-term change because fundamentally we haven't changed what we think of ourselves. And the, his theory is, which he spells out in the book, which I highly recommend, by the way, is that you can't change what you do until you first change what you think of you. It's so true. You know, we lead, live, and parent out of our view of ourselves. You see, many of you don't have, think you don't have much to offer. You feel like you don't have a lot of value. You have a very low self-worth, and you bring this view of yourself to your parenting. You let it affect how you lead, and you actually let it reduce your presence as a dad and your sense of value as a parent. Many of you dads aren't leading because you simply can't work out how to lead. You can't look past your mess and you even struggle to find healthy ways to engage at home. Gosh, for me, uh, because I was bullied badly as a kid, I've spent most of my adult life wanting to go unseen, you know, to hide. And bullies do that. Bullies make you want to hide. And it's funny because I'm now on a podcast and um, do videos for, for this and for work and so a lot has changed for me but I spent most of my adult life trying to be unseen and I told myself the lie that nobody would miss me if I didn't turn up. For years I brought this lie to my parenting. How about you? Someone once said that we're all affected by mama, papa, drama and trauma <laughs> and it's so true. You see, I'm telling you today the truth about you. I'm saying, I'm reaching out, sort of past this podcast to you listening. I'm saying, Dad, you're a culture maker. You're a culture maker. So what lies are stopping you from stepping into that role of being a culture maker today? What things are cutting across your goal of creating a healthy culture for your partner? What lies are affecting the way you turn up for your kids? 
in this podcast, I'm not going to necessarily lay out, you know, step by step by step that the things you need to do as a dad. I'm not going to sit here and tell you what to do. I know you don't want that. And I'm far less concerned about what parenting philosophies you adopt compared to what you think of you. Because I know that if you realize you're a culture maker today, you will turn up different tonight. And dads, if you're worried about the stuff post-divorce or separation, I want to give you some good news. Because most of the research shows that divorce is not the end of being a great dad. In fact, there are massive benefits to kids when fathers maintain psychologically significant roles in their kids post-divorce. And for many dads, divorce is not the end of being a great dad. It's just the beginning. In fact, dads, when you're divorced, culture making is pretty much all you can do. You can forget about all those complicated parenting strategies and focus almost entirely on collaborating and building a healthy culture around your kids. And dads, if you're worried about the amount of time you have with your kids, I get it. I think it's every dad's worry. I remember reading the autobiography of Phil Knight, the founder of Nike. Uh, The book, if you want to get it, is called Shoe Dog. Shoe Dog. Um, And I can't recommend it enough. There's actually a link for that and um, Craig Rochelle's book and the footnotes to this podcast. Um, But the Shoe Dog book tells the powerful story of how Nike was founded and just all the tremendous struggles that Phil Knight and the team had from day one until they went public. It's a great story. And in it, you get glimpses of Phil's internal struggle with his lack of time with his kids. This lack of time really is dad's, every dad's struggle. And most of the research I've read confirms that fathers all over the world, on average, spend less time with their kids than mothers. But it's interesting that despite this comparative less time with our kids, it doesn't seem to be a direct contributor to poorer outcomes for our children. What is important and what makes up for this reduction in time is uh, how the father's relationship is with their partners and their ex-partners. And if that relationship is positive and if dads are engaged and where he is actively maintaining a healthy culture around his kids, then the outcomes are healthy. So dads, you might be called dad or granddad or son or father, but you need to realize your real identity. And it's that of culture maker. And I'm going to build out uh, this culture maker idea in future episodes. I'm going to talk about what we all need to be doing as healthy culture makers. But my main aim today was just to establish this big idea and hopefully inspire you in your role as a dad so that you would see your, your job description as that of a culture maker. So let's get to it. I know as you've been listening to this, some of you have been thinking about specific things that you can do different today. Now, those have just been rolling through your head. Gosh, some of you, uh, you know, as you've been listening, you just need to pick up the phone and say sorry. Um, some of you know that you're parenting out of pain and you're turning up in harmful ways that don't feel good for anyone. And you probably um, may not know, but you probably need counselling. You actually need to talk this through, this stuff through um, with someone. And a a lot of us men are afraid to do that, but it's a great place to start. Um, And some of you actually are just listening and go, yep, got it. 
just what do I do? What what do I do next? Well, I promise in future episodes to cover off all the things that create healthy cultures in our homes. So really, honestly, I just want to thank you for hanging out with me today. Thanks for listening. And I do I want to invite you to stick with me and I look forward to catching you next time. Hey, Culture Maker, thanks for listening to my podcast. It's been great having you with me. If this has been helpful, please share it with a mate. Or for the ladies listening, share this with your partner. And if you have a question you'd like me to tackle on this podcast, email me. Just head over to culturemaker.org and you'll find my email there. So thanks again. We'll catch you next time.